1: Fine print, or you finally want to get that will done. Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
2: Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at proplansport.com.
1: The volume.
2: The NFL season, it's going strong. And DraftKings Sportsbook, hooking new customers up with an offer even stronger. Bet five bucks, that's it, on any game this week to score $200 instantly, instantly in bonus bets. How easy is that? And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game this October. Get in on the action, get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. The code is Colin, C-O-L-I-N. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you just bet five bucks on the National Football League. That easy. That's the code Colin, C-O-L-I-N, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL.
0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana. Twenty-one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred and sixty-eight hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com/football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
2: All right. Hi, everybody. Uh, Raiders hold on to beat the Packers in Las Vegas, 17 to 13. Before I get to uh, Ty Dunn, Tyler Dunn at golongtd.com. Been covering the Packers for a long time. Previously at the Milwaukee Journal, now has his own business. You know, I had a couple of observations. You know, I watched Matt LaFleur, the coach of the Packers. I, you know, I watch him on the sidelines watching Jordan Love. And it really hit me tonight. He looks like coach of the Packers looks like as he watches his young quarterback play. He looks like I did when my kids would pull out of the driveway right after they got their license. I was optimistic, but wasn't going to be surprised if something really bad happened, like a wreck. He doesn't call a game like he has a ton of confidence in Jordan Love. Um, Listen, He's not a Tier 1 guy. He's not going to be Trevor Lawrence, Herbert, Mahomes, Burrow, Jalen Hurts. He's not. Get that out of there. Can he be a Tier 2 guy? A Derek Carr, Dak, Cousins? Um, I think it's 50-50. Take out that Bears game. And even in that game, it was was pretty choppy for one half. I I don't see a lot of special. Uh, I very... Good source, close to the Packers, um, who is very connected to many Green Bay Packer players, had told me he didn't see a lot of juice, a lot of special. Um, You know, if he's a tier two guy, if he's Derek Carr, he's Garoppolo, you win playoff games surrounded by the right people. You're not going to carry a franchise. That's not the kind of talent he is. He wasn't that in high school. He wasn't that in college. I don't think after three years sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, now playing in his fourth year, I don't think he's that kind of talent. You know, he's got the size and he moves well. I don't think he makes great decisions so far. His last interception, uh, two of his interceptions were really bad. I'll give him a little bit of a break at the end of the game because you're you're trying to make a play downfield. But the truth is, had the Raiders gone for it on fourth and one and sealed it up, he wouldn't have gotten the ball back. But uh, I, 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 there's not a lot to look at for me. Um, you know, again, Romeo Dobbs had a drop on that final drive. Unfortunate, but give me a break. Lamar Jackson, you know, yesterday had a couple of drops in the end zone by his receivers. Uh, first couple of weeks, Trevor Lawrence, Jags dropped six, seven balls per game. Mahomes gets balls dropped too. You got to bake that in right you got to bake in a few holding calls every game bake in a few drop passes that's the reality of NFL football my entire life so i i listen it's not like he doesn't have the physical uh, ability he's not mac jones he's not smaller than you'd like and immobile he moves uh, he, the ball comes off pretty quickly his accuracy is so-so it's not great it's so-so but not terrible he doesn't look overwhelmed at times he looks a little uncertain and again so much of what is attractive about Brock Purdy is his decision making gets rid of it quick to the right spot Tua gets rid of it quick to the right spot you know tonight a Raiders team that doesn't create turnovers got three picks not great so the wise guys like the Raiders I like Green Bay so did J-Mac and uh, we were wrong let's bring in Ty Dunn at uh, golongtd.com he's got thoughts Live in Buffalo, he wrote a piece this morning on the Bills Jags and the Steelers win. So he'll talk about that as well. Let's bring him in. For a limited time, Verizon customers can get Netflix and NFL Plus for just $25 a month. It's called Plus Play. That's 120 bucks in annual savings. Plus Play is a platform where Verizon customers can shop, manage, and save on the subscriptions that you already love, right? Like Netflix and NFL Plus. With NFL Plus Premium, you get access to live games on mobile, my fave, NFL Red Zone, NFL Network, and more. Just go to verizon.com slash plus play, verizon.com plus play plus play to save on Netflix and NFL plus today for a limited time. Only now limited time. Only.
0: It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with
1: Amex.
2: You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on-and-off-road adventure. Go to tirerack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Tyler, I think one of the things I wrote down tonight that concerned me, with Aaron Jones out and not having a ton of success running the ball, at the end of the third quarter, Jordan Love only had 15 attempts and nine completions. Garoppolo had 18 completions on 27 throws, telling me Josh McDaniels uh, had more confidence in his quarterback than Matt Lafleur had in his. That's what worries me. Again, I'd be okay with 15 throws of Aaron's healthy and, and Dylan's rolling downhill, but it does look like, that they're calling a pretty conservative game with him. Is that is that fair? I think so, yeah. It was like, they finally took shots. I think Christian Watson had like two targets middle of the fourth quarter or something like that. Yeah, I just, I, I said this. It reminds me of when my kids pulled out of the driveway when they first got their license, like I was hopeful. But if something bad happened, I wouldn't be shocked. Matt LaFleur looks almost uncertain and kind of tentative with him. Again, 15... Pass attempts, nine completions at the end of the third. Uh, listen, two of the picks were bad. The deep ball, he's trying to make something happen. I, I, I don't want to be impatient, but one of the things, um, and it's such a crucial part of playing quarterback, is just quick, decisive decision-making. C.J. Stroud has been really good really quickly. And C.J. Stroud, you know, game one, got Baltimore. I mean, really quick. See it, let it rip. And the seeing it part, Justin Fields has struggled. Zach Wilson has struggled. C.J. Stroud hasn't. Jordan Love feels like a little bit struggling. I can't explain it. Some guys see the field. Some guys don't. C.J. Stroud's almost been remarkable in his ability. I mean, he got got not much in camp, Baltimore Ravens opener, defensive coach, first-time play caller, get it done, kid. And you can see he sees the field. When you talk to you know Packers and sometimes anonymously, is is what you're seeing surprising or is this kind of what you were told?
0: Yeah, I I think that uh, they they knew. I think they knew there would be growing pains, but didn't it just seem so disjointed? Everything, like the first first or second drive, like Matt Lafleur is chewing out Luke Musgrave. You don't have Aaron Jones, which that changes a lot. He's your best player. David Bakhtiari, he's done. Romeo Dobbs was invisible for a stretch. Christian Watson had two targets in the middle of the fourth quarter. There's drop even look at those two deep shots too. the one deep shot to Christian Watson. it looked like Watson might have timed it off a little bit, but it it, it hit, hit his fingertips. love throws right. from his twenty to the other twenty. and then he just flat out missed Watson on another deep deep shot. So when you're to your point when you're not just hitting receivers in rhythm of the offense and spitting the ball out, you've got to be relying on those big plays. So it's a pretty bad mix when you, when you can't get in rhythm and you're not seeing it quickly and you're not hitting those big plays just is like a mess
2: of a game. Yeah. And that's the one thing I've, I said last week on FS one or two weeks ago, the disturbing thing is because he hasn't played much. It feels like he, it takes him a while to get in rhythm and you know, some guys are ready to go. Some quarterbacks are very good. Brock Purdy, very good out of the shoot. Um, and other quarterbacks guys that are not as active they just they don't like i feel like jordan's like he he like starts a basketball game and it just he needed to be on the stationary bike like he needs to be ready to go and he's out of rhythm which means he lacks a certain confidence the other thing that's a little disturbing is when you have an offensive coach generally speaking it's an advantage to have extra time so they didn't play Uh, uh, last Thursday. So they had extra time. So by the way, Detroit had extra time and played yesterday. And how good did their offense look? It was tricks. It was deception. It was physicality. So the Lions and Ben Johnson with extra time, it was a master's class. The Packers had an extra day. They go from a Thursday to a Monday and completely disjointed. And Tyler with an offensive coach, now, it's 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 different. Defensive coaches tend to be more motivators. It's about blowing stuff up. Um, you know, your, your Tomlins, your Sean McDermott's, extra time may not be as crucial. But for offensive coaches, Andy Reid in September, like, I got extra time and a Monday, and that's it? Against the Raider team that had struggled to take the ball away? Like, this is the first time, if you're a Packer fan, you kind of come out and you say, this ain't great, right? Like, it's not good. You
0: know, you've got a plotting AJ Dillon giving you three yards in a cloud of dust. Uh, you, you, your, your, your top receiver didn't start the season. You're still without Aaron Jones here. It's on the coach, to your point, to scheme some stuff up. And you see it. Like I don't want to sit here and make excuses. I mean, every team right. to some extent is oh, dealing yeah. with injuries to the offensive line, to their skill position players. I mean, look at the Houston Texans. I mean, they're down four starters on the offensive line, but with Bobby Slowick, you know, a Green Bay native himself, at offensive coordinator, he's plucked from the Shanahan tree. I mean, everything is in rhythm, and C.J. Stroud is seeing it. It's first read, second read, balls out. I don't know what the problem is. I mean, it's probably a combination of Lafleur and the game plan being pretty uninspiring. You've got to just get the ball to a 6'4", fast dude like Christian Watson on a wide receiver screen. Just, just give D- Jordan love an easy completion. Get that body that can move fast rolling downhill. There was none of that, but love has to see the field better too. You know, I I think he'll get it. I, I think with reps, with starts with time, this stuff can be learned because we, we have seen the Josh Allen's and the Jalen hurts improve accuracy, start to see the field better with their private quarterback coaches in the off season, with their NFL coaches during the season. It it, it does take time for some guys, but we have seen that play that you kind of referenced earlier, where it's like, there's a slant it's open. Jordan love seems to be looking at it but he's just not hitting it. He's holding the ball. He's getting sacked. He's trying to make something happen. You know, Steve Calhoun is his private quarterbacks coach since eighth grade. We had him on our podcast to go long. And I asked him about that play. It was the same thing against Detroit last week. And we saw it against the the, the Vegas Raiders here tonight. And he said, you know, Jordan love He's got so much processing in his head. Pre-snap. he's He's thinking so much through that. I think he thinks that he's forgetting. Okay. Post-snap. That play that you think is guaranteed to be covered, that isn't going to be there, everything can change in a flash. And it might be right there. And just take your layup. So maybe with more reps, more starts, he starts to make the easy play because they're there. I mean, they are there for the pickens.
2: Yeah, it's listen, Garoppolo is now 42-19 and 19 as a starter. And when I watched tonight, one of the notes I wrote down was, for all the limitations of Garoppolo athletically, and he doesn't throw a great deep ball, Garoppolo very confidently and quickly lets it rip, and he'll throw that ball right on a line, right into traffic. He had a couple of big throws tonight. He's forty-two and nineteen. And with Jordan, what I see is uncertainty. It is he's not quite sure his accuracy's hit and miss. Mostly hit, a couple of misses tonight. But I guess I, I guess my takeaway right now. I said, because he sat for three years, I'm not giving him two years. I'm going to wait until Thanksgiving. I'll have kind of a feel. He's clearly not a tier one guy. Can he be a Derek Carr, a Tua? Can he be a Dak of Cousins? I'm 50-50 on it. I think physically he's got the tools. But so much of this sport is just seeing, processing. I, I watched Zach Wilson. You know His last couple of starts, it's kind of hopeful. Uh, But for two years, I swear, he just couldn't see the field. He just opened stuff, couldn't see it. So you cross your fingers. uh, Jordan Love Packers lose 17-13. Okay, so um, you also, you're in Buffalo. You wrote a piece on the Bills Jags. And it's interesting because you cover the Steelers, defensive culture, defensive coach, and the Bills similarly. And I've come to terms with what Buffalo is. So, Defensive teams and defensive cultures tend to be teams that are very emotional. Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Seattle. You don't get quite the consistency of game plans. I kind of feel like the Rams offense. Uh, When Joe Burrow's healthy, Kansas City, uh, I kind of get the same thing. It's an offensive coach. It's choreographed. Um, When I watch these defensive teams and Buffalo and Pittsburgh come to mind, it just depends on the Sunday. Pittsburgh has been awful or very good. Buffalo's been tremendous or a mess. And I almost think that now is Buffalo's brand. Is that it's, i it, always said they have the Tyson quality. If they're fighting downhill, if they, if they make the guy wobble early, it's over. They have got an ability to bury you. But Buffalo from behind, Josh Allen struggles. It's overseas. They're out of sync like it just had a feel the whole game had a feel like we're just we want to be home this isn't this doesn't feel i mean that's how it felt for me you covered it your thoughts yeah I, and he spent
0: a lot of time over the off season planning out this trip right consulting with the sports science experts and how does the body clock work how are you going to adjust to london time and i believe they flew out thursday night and woke up for a Friday practice, and they looked like a team sleepwalking on Sunday. I mean, they, they look like a team that was completely jet lagged, that wasn't ready, like the Jacksonville Jaguars were a team that was there, right, the game before and has been playing out there for 12, 13 years. So that's a factor, but it's also an excuse. Like, they, they, they've, they've got to win that game. And I, there's enough blame to go around. We're going to see... How much metal Sean McDermott really has is a defensive mind when you don't have Tredavious White, you don't have Matt Milano. I think next to Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, Milano has been the most indispensable player on that roster. Just every bit worthy of that first team all pro last season. But people here in Western New York have been praising Sean McDermott for nature. And oh, Leslie Frazier was too passive and, you know, he was sitting DB's back. Well, if you think that Sean McDermott didn't have anything to do with the defense the last seven years, well, I. there's some real estate for you in Antarctica to buy. He did, but that was the change. He's more aggressive. What happened at the end of that game? Trevor Lawrence sees that Micah Hyde, an aging safety is one-on-one with Calvin Ridley in the slot, just gives him a signal, sends him up the sideline, burns him, 31, 32 yards game over. So, that, that aggressiveness, it can be a good thing, but against these elite quarterbacks, it, it can come back to bite you. And it did in that game. So now McDermott doesn't have some studs on defense. They've got no running game. They had like, what,
2: 15 yards rushing from their running backs? Non-existent. I mean, this is six years now of no running game. Like at some point, this is again, McVay, Shanahan, Mike McDaniel, offensive coaches. They don't go six years without a run game. Right, like I mean, Pittsburgh. How many years no run game? Buffalo. How many years no run game? By the way, Dante Scarnecchia left for New England. Now Bill Belichick. They've got no run game. Like I think it's this is not. A, I don't believe in coincidences. The top rated O lines in the NFL are virtually all offensive coaches. And I and I want to pivot to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is three and two, which is they feel one and four. Like I've, the fan base is unhappy. Um You know one of the things that really jumps out to me? I was told for years they didn't like drafting University of Pittsburgh kids because if they didn't make it, they'd have to get rid of them and they share facility, right? Pittsburgh, the Roonies are just embedded in that community and they didn't want to draft Pittsburgh kids and cut them or trade them. They're going to keep Kenny Pickett around for years. They're not going to bail on Kenny Pickett, a first-round quarterback. They're not going to do it to that kid. And I got to tell you, Ty, I – I don't see it. <laughs> I I just I just don't see it. I, I think I think there was an era where you could play great defense and hit one or two big throws over the top. I just don't think this is the era. I think that that's a nine win team. Let us be honest, their defense will win eight games. It will overwhelm bad quarterbacks. Right? Like it's just, it's just it's like San Francisco. It's just gonna overwhelm Josh Dobbs. So it's just some guys just you have to be special. I mean, Dak got overwhelmed yesterday by the Niners' defense. So Pittsburgh's going to have a winning record. But I mean, you 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 cover this team. You you know the personnel like in the building. Do you think they think Kenny Pickett's the guy? Six years no run game. I kind of love Kenny Pickett.
0: <laughs> you do. I think there's something to a, a quarterback who just when everything's on the line steps up to that moment like wants that moment even if everything was going wrong in that baltimore game everything was going wrong i mean the the the, the fire canada chants were so loud somebody in the stadium put this out there on x that the team pivoted to like a military tribute almost to just try to shut everybody up it was that bad and justifiably so i mean they just can't really function on offense for stretches and Kenny Pickett looked bad. You know, Aaron throws, not really finding George Pickens. Who's a freak, but give him this when when he had an opportunity late and he did it at pit time and time again, he had an opportunity similar to Trevor Lawrence. When he spotted Micah Hyde one-on-one with Calvin Ridley, they see Marlon Humphrey one-on-one over George Pickens. The Ravens are expecting them just to try to inch their way in the field goal range, gives them the audible sends them deep. Delivers so I, I feel like there's quarterbacks who have that, and there's quarterbacks who shrivel in that moment. Those primetime records for the Kirk Cousins and the Daniel Jones, I think I think there's something to that. So some quarterbacks yes. they 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 want that, that moment, and some just don't, or they don't play well in that moment. I being around him, people close to him, he genuinely wants it. And I think he does have the ability to raise his own ceiling. I was, is the play calling going to get in his way the play design, going to get in his way. My God, get the ball to Jalen Warren. I I don't know why he isn't featured more often. I know it. So there are, they've got a bye week It comes at a good time. They're in first place. I'm a Mike Tomlin apologist. I just feel like what he's built there, it weeds out the week. Um, It's true attrition. They've got players built for, for December that, They could be three and seven, four. They're going to find a way to get to 500. To your point, can they be more than that? Can they be more than an eight win team,
2: a nine win team? I think that the picket Pickens connection alone can get you there. I think this could be special. One more thing I want to address. You do a podcast with Brett Favre and, um, You had a conversation about Brock Purdy. Now, I mean, nobody would deny that Kyle Shanahan and those weapons are a humongous advantage. I mean, let's be honest. If Dak was on the Niners with Dak's contract, you couldn't have afforded Christian McCaffrey or Fred Warner or probably one of your pass rushers. It would not be the same team. What makes this truly special is you can miss on a Trey Lance because when you hit on uh, the last guy in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, or not, he's a free quarterback for four years. He's literally free. And so you have two Pro Bowl linebackers. And I mean, it's incredible. Brandon Ayuk has become a one. So it's Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, Christian. It's insane. So I have, I have, whereas Dak Prescott, I've seen him with a great O-line, a deteriorating O-line. I've seen him with Zeke, and now just Tony Pollard. I've seen him with Amari and Gallup. Uh uh, and now I've seen him with CeeDee Lamb. I've seen him uh, you know, a, a Dak with uh, Dalton Schultz and C.D. Lamb. And now I just see him with C.D. Lamb who can, that you can roll the coverage over. There's, I don't think it's a great supporting cast. I think they're weak at tight end. I think they're okay at running back. The O-line's good. It's not special, but with Brock Purdy, I've only seen him with a great coach and great weapons. My guess is he's a good quarterback. He's in the B class, maybe a B minus. I have, but Favre, I mean, what's what's what does he say? What does he see? Yeah, he loves Brock Purdy,
0: and he brought up a conversation. He talks to Ron Wolf about twice a month. Still, obviously, the Hall of Fame general manager who traded for Brett Favre when everybody thought he was nuts, thought the Packers were nuts, or giving up first round pickup for getting his way out of Atlanta. <laughs> Brett, Brett told some stories from those days too. It was, it was rough. I mean, he, he knows he could have been and never was with how he was living. But Ron Wolf traded for Brett Favre. And you know he far failed his physical. They they told him like, but this condition he had that he'll be out of the league in three years. And Rod Wolf didn't care. He he traded for him, wanted him because he just saw an it factor to him. He knew right. he was a winner. He knew guys would rally around him, want to play for him, want to fight for him. And watching Brock Purdy, Brett Brett sees that s- the same kind of stuff that guys just they they elevate their play for. Him and it's always hard to put your finger on it because it can sound cliche and corny, uh, but but it matters in, in pro football. I mean, there are quarterbacks, and Brett has said this too in the NFL when he played and, and today, guys don't want to run through a wall for you. I mean, they they might say nice things about you in the press, but when it's the fourth quarter and they 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 don't they don't give that little extra, is the way Brett put it. He thinks those 49ers are, are giving a little something extra for Brock Purdy. And didn't you see that right away in that Miami game? I mean, when he took over for Garoppolo and they're playing Mike McDaniel's offense and they got to have it. Um, boy, everybody just elevated their play for this guy. And he can hit every throw. I mean, Kyle Shanahan is telling him exactly where to throw the ball before the play. He's making yeah. those throws. And there is a skill like what, what, what he lacks in size and athleticism and arm strength and all, and all of that. Similar to Tua, you know, he just places that ball in stride to these receivers they don't right. they don't break stride. Right? It's like handing up a ton in a four by one. They just keep moving and I, as long as he's doing that in this NFC, why can't it
2: win a Super Bowl? Why not? well, the other advantage is he was a multiple year starter in high school, a four year starter in college. He's got seven eight years of starting, right? That's a lot of snaps. I mean, Kyler Murray comes out one big year. A lot of these guys, you know, that's Kenny Pickett's advantage. He played in the same stadium. He started for years. So, you know, generally the feeling is if you're great, you come out early. I didn't think, I mean, one GM told me Kenny Pickett, he felt like he was a top of the third quarterback. But Kenny had so many reps, he got the advantage of a great culture, the Steelers, same stadium, just the other side of the locker room. And so I think Kenny Pickett feels fairly comfortable. And when I watch Brock Purdy, that's the word I would use. He feels comfortable. He's taken a ton of snaps. I mean, God, I felt bad for Trey Lance. Trey Lance barely played in college, then the COVID year, then he gets hurt. I mean, the guy barely took snaps in a three-year period. It's like Jordan Love now. I don't see a lot of special. I was told during camp by somebody who I trust that he was fine. There wasn't, there wasn't a lot of wow there. That's kind of what I see. But let's be honest. Like Trey Lance and Jordan Love, just just haven't played games, and so I do feel like as we pivot back to Jordan Love and wrap it up, I just, I just want to see. I said, give me about ten games. Like, give me the Thanksgiving. The physical parts are there. That's the good. I mean, I watch Mac Jones. Like he's slow. Uh, He doesn't really have a second gear. He's not a power thrower. Like with Mac, it's like. White flag. Like, it just feels like it's over. Zach Wilson, I don't think he sees the field particularly well. He, Even though he's only he's 6'2", he feels small, plays hero ball. I don't think any of that stuff was Jordan Love. I just think he's – I think it takes him a long time to get into rhythm. That's what I see. I totally agree.
0: I mean, he can do the arm angle stuff. Like, the, the play before yeah. one of the interceptions, he kind of sidearms it to Musgrave. And then it's just so up and down. The very next play – The Raiders go to quarter coverage. Marcus Peters just sits on the route and Love throws it into traffic. It's tipped. It's picked. And even even that last drive, I mean, look at the last three plays. Puts it on Romeo, Dobbs drop, and gets rushed immediately on third and 10. Rolls left. Probably could have ran for the first down. but The game just ended, but that's how I'm remembering it. um, And forces a throw to the end zone. It's just... This is the kind of stuff you learn with, with more action. He hasn't played for three years. Right? You can simulate as much as you can with the Steve Calhoun in California. Off-season, off-season, off-season. Do the same thing with Matt LaFleur and go to OTAs when Aaron Rodgers isn't there. You can you can do all that stuff, uh, but there's no substitute for the live bullets. He's getting it, and it's, it, it's going to be fun. I, I think Green Bay is just frustrating for Matt LaFleur to not have Aaron Jones, and now to not have David Bakhtiari. They're, they're clearly hindered around Jordan Love, but like I said, it's no excuse. You, you've you got to find a way to function and excel and make the plays in the fourth quarter. I do think that Jordan Love will make enough plays in those fourth quarters to to give you that hope in Thanksgiving, right? I, I think he'll, he'll have these moments like he had in that fourth quarter against the Saints that suggest he's got the mental toughness. He's got that stuff that you can't learn and you can't
2: teach, and they can kind of work around that over time. So, okay, here they go. So, it's Broncos on the road, winnable game, uh, Vikings at home, Rams at home, uh, Steelers on the road. Those are winnable games. You face Kenny Pickett, you get Matt Stafford and a young Rams defense at home, Kirk Cousins at home, and right now a mess in Denver on the road. So, I mean, listen, the, the schedule is not, it's not daunting. There's some young quarterbacks, young teams, Rams, team struggling Broncos, This is the time you would hope tonight with extra time. This felt like a W to me. So it's really discouraging. You don't beat a Raider franchise that always one second from turbulence and chaos. But that's where we stand. I think I guess my takeaway on tonight is I still don't know. I thought it it was a game on the schedule you should win. Coming off the Thursday game, watching Detroit off a Thursday be so fluid, watching the Packers so disjointed, that to me feels discouraging. Especially when Josh McDaniels is doing everything in his power to hand you a
0: game on a silver platter. (laughs) Just go for it. Fourth and short, just go
2: for it. Why are you kicking that field goal? (laughs) Yeah, it is crazy. Analytics said go for it. And the other thing I thought about, is again it almost it was almost Josh McDaniels saying Max Crosby's getting great pressure and I don't think yeah. Jordan Love can beat us. That's what it said to me. That might have is, been uh, it. You don't, you don't do it with Herbert, Lawrence, Mahomes. You don't. But my takeaway was he was hey if we miss the field goal, Crosby's getting pressure. Jordan Love, he doesn't have a lot of experience on the road, late game, driving for a touchdown. I think I think you make. Decisions in those situations, a lot of times based on who's the quarterback. And that's kind of what it felt like to me. He's like, I don't think Jordan Love can beat me. Yeah. Two picks. Yeah. You know, two picks. Hard, hard to argue so- with that because he had the results. <laughs> yep. All right, Ty, good seeing you. As always, I want to give you a pump up again. Uh, GolongTD.com, his newsletter, GolongTD.com, has the podcast with uh, Brett Favre as well. As always, it's great seeing you. Thanks so much, Colin. Always love chatting. You bet. The
1: Volume.